Hello, this is Jason, and you're listening to Episode 9 of the Gray Station Podcast. I'm excited about today's episode, and I want to thank you for subscribing to the podcast feed, which you can always find at thegraystation.com. You can also follow us online at facebook.com slash thegraystation or twitter.com slash thegraystation. Today we're going to talk about the final introductory verse in Colossians. Colossians chapter 1 is where we're at, and we're going to be in verse 14. But I'll go back and read verses 12, and then we'll go through verse 14. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. And then today's verse, verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Those are some powerful words, uh, redemption and forgiveness, and then that word sin. You have to forgive me. I've been struggling for the last three or four weeks with a terrible uh, cold. Um, we have redemption. Now, what is redemption? At the core of the idea of redemption is the idea of a releasing uh, because a, a ransom has been paid. It's the idea of a slave who has been freed uh, because uh, the money uh, that was owed to his master has been paid to him and he has been released. And so when Paul uses that, you can imagine 2,000 years ago, when slavery was a common occurrence and a practice that would have been understood by people at all levels of society, when he speaks of the ransom, they would have immediately understood what that meant, that that Christ has freed us. He has, he has freed us. And here's the mechanism through which he has done so, uh, the act of the cross. Uh, I think about the cross and I think about the 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 kind of dual uh, praises that we can have when we think about the cross. First of all, there's the act itself. Um, if if all we had was the act of the cross, it would be something that would keep us in awe and, and a thing that we would contemplate and be amazed by. If all we knew of was the reality that this great teacher, um, this great healer, this amazing teacher and this compassionate uh, friend, this this amazing uh, person who uh, around him uh, had developed uh, this this great community of faith and understanding, and and who had brought light to ancient truths, and who had clarified so much for so many in Israel, if. If all we knew was the sacrificial act of a man named Jesus, um, I would say it this way and say it cautiously, but you, you understand the heart behind it. If, if the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross was merely an historical event and we simply read it in that context and understood it simply from the, the context of that event as an act, of humility and sacrifice and to to do what you say that you will do and to go to the final uh, 
uh, stage of of what you had promised to do for your people if if we if this was just divorced from the bible and was written as a historical fact something we read in a book or 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 something that we we were taught in in history class we would be amazed i would be amazed merely by that sacrificial act um both in contrast uh between the beauty of the one sacrificed and the brutality of the sacrifice and in the contrast between uh, the response that Jesus had to those who tried to destroy him and the brutality and the angry uh, anger that came from the ones that he was trying uh, to teach and to reach. And so the act itself is something to be uh, amazed by. But the accomplishments of the act, these are the great benefits for us as humanity. See, it's not just that Jesus died, but it's what his death accomplished. In dying, he died away our death. In suffering, he suffered away our suffering. In receiving for himself all of the things that would separate us from the Father, he has done away with our separation. He has brought us close. And so when we talk about forgiveness, that's the idea of canceling out debt. It's the, it's, it's the idea of um, a pardon. It's the idea of a remission of a penalty. It's the idea of, um, and what is the wage of sin? The wage of sin is death. And so in himself, Jesus has done away with our uh, fear and our reality of, 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 of death for our sins. And so we no longer have to deal with that because it's been dealt with. Uh, we no longer have to worry about that because it's been dealt with in Jesus. And he did so through his own uh, blood. And um, there's, there's a lot of deep theological truths about that blood, but I just want to touch on one little bit. Blood represents uh, uh, life, uh, and, and it carries the life through the body, and that it was his life that was spilled out for hours. It was his blood that was poured out for hours. Obviously, there are some allusions to the Old Testament when we talk about blood and sacrifice and animals, but I would I would even go this step and say that what the scripture here is showing us is that it was the very life of Jesus that he both laid down and gave to us at the same time and that it is the resurrection life that we receive from him and it's that 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 heart of Jesus that blood of Jesus that life of Jesus which not only cleanses us of our sin but frees us to now serve and to live and to enjoy and, and all these things come in connection with him. Um, it says, in whom? And, and I love the personal nature of um, our relationship with God. Um, God is not uh, a... God presents himself in Jesus. God reveals himself in Jesus. Um, and that's going to be some of the next few verses, if I'm not mistaken here in Colossians uh, yeah it's the very next verse it says who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature for by him were all things made that are in heaven and that are in earth 
visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And so the Bible presents this as the truth, that our forgiveness, our redemption, our security, our freedom, all of these things, it's, 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 the, these things are brought to us by the very life of Jesus, both in his sacrifice and in his resurrection. That through his sacrifice, he accomplished uh, uh, the redeeming work and the forgiving work, and then he unites us in resurrection life. And I, and I know that, you know, we've talked about this a lot, but I want you to see both sides of that coin, that there was this issue that we had to deal with, our sins, the our hamartia, uh, uh, that's uh, there in the Greek. And and it's it's the idea of we were without a share. We were mistaken. We missed the mark. We wondered from God. We we were on the wrong path. Uh, this is the aggregate of all of our behaviors, all of our sins. Um, these are the actions and the thoughts and the attitudes. The things that bound us and would ultimately lead to our death, Jesus died to free us from that. And then he has not only freed us from one thing, but he's connected us to another. His life is the mechanism. His blood is the mechanism through which we are freed from our sin, forgiven and redeemed. And then his life is also connecting us back to him in this wonderful relationship of cooperation and fellowship and worship and praise and prayer. And so I think what we sometimes fail to understand with the cross because we kind of become behavioral uh behaviorally focused is is it's an amazing truth that my sin was dealt with and this is glorious and that's what Paul is teaching here but he's also teaching us that there's a result of that see we have our sins forgiven so that we can also enjoy our freedom in him and with him and by him and through him that we can enjoy the release from that and that's why when people talk about uh you know grace is a license for sin i always think that's such a weird statement because why when we understand what sin is how it destroys and it blinds and it binds and it trips up and it breaks hearts and it leaves scars and it wounds why being freed from that and that constant uh over and over pattern of of failure would we want to go back to that post salvation those of us who have received Christ we've also received his spirit we've received his his heart for things <laughs> and so the blessings that God has for us some of those blessings are those moral truths that he teaches us as far as behavior and attitude and action and thought and so what person understanding that we are freed from those old patterns of behavior would say, yeah, I'm free. Now let me go right back to it. Um, that's the slave returning to the master's house. And we don't have to do that. We, 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 we go and we are connected to the father's house. 
we we're no longer property we're now possessions and I, I know that sounds weird but uh, those, those words say the same but we're we're a loved possession now we've been bought with a with a price and then given our freedom and so that freedom is not some weird thing where we go out and, and we and we do behaviors which are inconsistent with who we are now see now we are one with the Father's heart, and we, 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 we understand his love and his forgiveness and his mercy. And so that, that flows into our behavioral choices, through our attitudes and our actions, and the way we talk and the, and the people we interact with. And so what happens is, is once we understand the complete work of the blood, the work of the cross, the, the accomplishment of the cross, that it was a singular act with manifold impacts <laughs> that it was it, it was it was a one-time event which has billions and billions of ramifications for us uh, throughout time so that when we trust that Jesus died on the cross we understand that yes he did absolutely deal with our sin he he forgave us he canceled out the debt of our sin but then he also redeemed us he freed us and gave us his very heart and placed us in him and that's what the book of colossians is going to teach us going to go on and teach us it's an exciting thing to know that we have been accepted by the father through the son and that in that relationship we have freedom to grow and to change and to mature and to understand that that freedom is a theological freedom, I guess you'd say, a, a spiritual freedom, a, 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 an eternal freedom. How about that? But there's also that daily freedom. I don't have to be who I used to be because I'm not who I used to be. I don't have to think and act and choose like I used to think and act because now I can think and choose and act according to who I now am. And that's such a blessing that I, 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 I no longer have to have a slave mentality I, I'm a free person in grace and in truth surrounded by the great teachers surrounded by the great educators surrounded by the great uh, uh, one who loves me and so this very Jesus who we just read in those other verses is the creator and is before time is the one who says hey I, I want you and I want to teach you daily how to enjoy me and how to experience the freest, greatest life through moral excellence and through spiritual discernment and through wisdom and through enjoying me. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Grace Station podcast. Uh, if you're in the Vidalia area, we'd love to have you join us. Our new time is 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings in the auditorium at STC, and we'd love to have you. You can always find us online at thegraystation.com, facebook.com slash thegraystation, twitter.com slash thegraystation. Y'all have a blessed week.